Supersize Phys Ed Podcast. I'm your host, Dave, and I'm here today with a special guest. He is none, none other than Stephen Buller. Now, I've had Stephen on the show before, um, a while ago, just talking on all things Phys Ed. This is a little different because we are in different times. It is late. What day is it? It is actually mid. It's actually St. Patrick's Day. And while recording this, and so as you know, things are going kind of on in real time, things are changing all the time, and we need to be prepared, and we need to discuss what is going on in the world and in the phys ed world. So let's get going. Here he is, Stephen Buller. So here I am with Steven. How are you tonight? Good. How about yourself? I am great. It's great to see you again, talk to you again. It's been a little bit since we recorded our podcast, um, I think in the summer, right? Is that right? Yep. Yeah. It was a vacation time. <laughs> that's I was doing it beachside. And, that's right. And, oh, yeah, that's right. You were on vacation. That was great. Um, we're so going we're, from like quarantine to beach, beach to quarantine. So <laughs> That's exactly what we're going to talk about tonight. So um, first of all, can you remind us where you're at and just, again, your basic, um, you know, what you teach, um, maybe class sizes, inside, outside, just real basic stuff to get us going? Yeah. Um, inner city Philadelphia. I used to teach high school, predominantly ninth and 10th grade. Uh, just made the switch this year to K to five. So I'm in the middle of transition to relearning how to teach the K to five group in the Germantown section of Philadelphia. Um, been a very interesting experience it's like a whole new world and with everything that's going on right now it's just been like amplified it's been like the craziest year that i remember since i began teaching and yeah definitely not a normal year to be <laughs> to be switching yeah. especially well how's your um, the whole year because i do remember you you saying you're transitioning how's i mean it, it's a totally different world isn't it oh yeah it's like i went from having air condition having good facilities, having plenty of room to going into a building that will be a hundred years old this year. Um, we had to go through a bunch of mold and asbestos remediation over the last few years. Like we were in the news locally for that. Um, pretty similar dynamics with like the student population. So relatively high poverty, a lot of kids that come from adverse childhoods. So Pretty similar, except for now I'm seeing like what those kids experienced when they were kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth, fifth grade, and how there really isn't a tremendous difference between them. It's just they're not there yet. So like the high school kids, you can kind of talk them down from their emotions. So now it's like relearning how you teach emotions and how to handle those. So that's been a challenge since day one, and it's been better. But over the last like week or two over the whole coronavirus scare, that's kind of got a little chaotic at school. Uh, the last two days, there was like nobody present. So it's been a very interesting, tumultuous, what, seven months now? Yeah. It's, it's refreshing to hear somebody else at a different part of the country, you know, kind of experiencing some of the same things. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So I remember that, that was cool. probably one of the most refreshing parts about our first conversation is realizing that we both were kind of teaching in similar circumstances to yeah. a certain extent, just ge geographically. Different. <laughs> right. Right. So uh, yes, let's go, let's move on to the uh, elephant, I guess, in the room. Um, the last, um, I guess I'll start with me. What's going on in uh, Florida here, Fort Myers. 
Um, so obviously everything's gotten pretty much canceled around here and, um, it went really fast. I'm, I'm sure you, you felt the same way. Like mm-hmm. as of Friday, we were, um, two of my paras, one's former, one's current. We've been holding like kids camps, like in the summertime, we held it one in, um, three days in November and we were supposed to do a kids camp this week. And as of Friday, it was still, it was still up to us. I, I emailed the our HOA president and she's mm-hmm. like, it's up to you guys. And you know, by Friday night, Saturday morning, like, I'm like, no, nah, we can't do this. And everything I canceled and they canceled everything at our clubhouse and just everything's gotten shut down. And, and, as you know, I mean, NBA, you know, everything, you know, hockey, football is getting a little, everything's getting pushed back, baseball. Mm-hmm. And we just found out today, uh, it was supposed to be, and I, I know you and I are in kind of the same situation where we were. Um, so, well, this is our spring break. Is this your spring break? I guess I forgot to ask you that. No, it's nope. not. Okay. Did you already have spring break or no? Nope, that's okay. supposed to be happening in like two weeks. Okay. Yeah, this is our spring break. So we haven't technically missed any time yet. Um, originally, we were scheduled to go to miss, I guess, one week to the 27th, which is, I mm-hmm. think where you're at. And then today, this is like a couple hours ago before I'm talking to you, um, the governor said uh, or declared that it's going to be April 15th. And then standardized testing is uh, not going to happen this year, which, hey, that's that's a good thing, I guess. That's a bonus for the kids uh, exactly. and teachers. Exactly. So, you know, I'm in the position of trying to figure out, first of all, if I'm going to be even allowed to teach PE or they're going to put me with math or ELA or something, I'm not sure. And then, you know, what to teach. And that's why I'm kind of reaching out to you and other people like, uh, like yourself. Mm-hmm. So uh, what do you got going on over there in Philadelphia? Well, it's interesting. Um, as our last conversation, we kind of discussed that the socioeconomic status of Philadelphia is tends to be one of the higher poverty cities. Um, basically how we responded was this past Friday, they just, or sorry. Yeah, no, it was last Thursday. They made the announcement that school is going to be done for the next week. Um, it was kind of like tentative and then it kind of came out. And then as we figured it out, we're like, Oh, we're out until the 30th, which at first, the people actually I should rewind. I apologize. I forgot this, this kind of escalated so quick, like we talked about. So the one County that neighbors us is called Montgomery County. Um, it's a very affluent area. They actually were self quarantining based on the governor's response as the County. So they had kind of measures in place for people to live there. So in the school district, Philadelphia, since we actually have, I think it's, 10 to 12% of like the entire city's uh, employees are from Montgomery County. So part of that prevention of spreading of COVID-19 was to tell those workers they're not showing up on Friday, which was kind of where we first started to think, Oh, well we're next because the governor just said Montgomery County, you're shut down for two weeks with school. You'll come back on the 27th. We're, at first, we're like, oh, it's not going to come into Philly. We'll be good. We'll just keep going. It's going to be chaos. And just there's no other word except for you're going to experience hell week. Like it's going to be crazy because we were missing that next day 17 staff members in the building. Yeah. Which for a K to eight, like that was insane. We had to condense all but like three classes from K to eight, which was intense. And then Friday around noon, they just made the announcement that we're done till the 27th. 
the worst part about all this is we had nothing to do or supply to the kids for like learning outside of school. So pretty much they were just like, go home, you'll get an email. We'll figure it out. Um, kids tend not to have internet access within the neighborhood. They don't have devices. Some might have playstations or Xboxes, which has kind of been a focus of some people's using the browsers on there. But the most that some of us could do was just send information on class dojo, the uh, app platform, and then send different resources that I found on a uh, PE central to kind of help out. Yeah. Um, it's been interesting. I think the most that the uh, school district is doing is because we'll have grab and go meals throughout the city at different schools. Um, just because pretty much all the schools in Philadelphia are title one to a certain extent, some more than others, but they have grab and go meals and they're going to start having uh, learning guides that they'll give printed copies to. They also have an online access version. So it's, Pretty much just your standard subject areas, math, ELA, science, and social studies. PEs and health has been kind of, it's not important at the moment, but I know there's some people that are doing stuff on their own, trying to connect to students if they have the technology to, or if they have the ability to. I've heard back from a few parents, but for the most part, I imagine this is also extremely stressful for them trying to manage what's going on at home, work, and having kids. So it's like a, quite a mess yeah no i i agree and you brought up some good th- good points that um first of all it's, it's obviously it's the unknown i mean it's it's affecting everybody in the world and let, yet we've never really come across this in our in our lifetime mm-hmm. and you know the closest it's it's not even close but the closest i could think of for us here is um we had hurricane irma come through here uh two or three years ago and we had two weeks off after that because of flooding and because of, you know, damage and, and things like that. And, um, you know, and we were kind of getting gearing up for that. Like, uh, you know, are we going to teach online? What are we going to do? And we actually had made up some of that time, just, you know, half days became full day, like later on mm-hmm. in the year. And, you know, we worked on certain, uh, days that were supposed to be like whatever, uh, teacher work days, just, we, we made it up, but yeah, we've never <laughs> come close to this before. And so it's, it's brand new for everybody. It's just, it's uh, kind of scary, kind of crazy. And um, so, yeah, I mean, so what, what you, what you said was, you know, about PE, like that's kind of where I'm at, where I'm like, I don't even know if, um, again, I'm, I'm certified. I, I don't know if you remember, I taught in the classroom for like 10 years. So I'm certified K through mm-hmm. six. So I don't know if, are they going to pull me to teach math or reading, which I, I would do it obviously if, if needed, but you know, obviously that's not my, my passion right now. I'd rather get the kids moving and active and uh, maybe journaling, uh, logging in, creating their own workouts. You know, I'm, and like you said, PE Central, people are having, posting great ideas. Um, I know Open um, has a lot yes. of stuff on there as well. And people have been great, have been great on social media with sharing things. So keep them coming, everybody. Um, <laughs> yes, the um, Google Drives have been lifesavers for just exactly. getting stuff out as quick as possible. Exactly. But, you know, I know we talked about um, a little bit before this and then I guess during this where, you know, you're saying it's not, it's digital or paper. So, yeah, because we're still trying to figure out, I guess my district is going to be figure out who has Chromebooks, who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Xfinity was, is going to do uh, hotspots and things like that, Wi-Fi hotspots. Yep. It's, I mean, it's, just, it's, a, it's a mess. And, and you're right, people are 
worried about how they're going to take care of the kids and, and how they're going to pay the bills. And it's just, and now they have to be, you know, people, I know homeschool people who already do homeschool are like, wow, you know, this is what we do every day. But you know, mm-hmm. most people that's, that's not the case. So um, yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but um, you know, wh- what do you think we can do as a, either as a phys ed world or in, in your world, what, what do you think we, we can do? I know it's a tough one, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know directly, like just in my context, it's like to a certain extent, what can you do outside of just figuring out ways to use social media, which is kind of a touchy subject depending how it's done. I mean, class dojo, that's yeah. been great yeah. just to connect, but in our circumstance, not all parents are on there and not all parents actively check up on it. Not all parents have an email. Most have a phone. I don't know if there is a way or if I haven't figured it out yet to kind of pre-populate URL and then send out a mass text to parents be like, oh, here's my resource guide for the COVID apocalypse or whatever. It's like, right. but how many yeah. people are just going to ignore that to begin with? That's like the other aspect of it. It's like you want to put it out there and you want to do stuff, but how much is actually going to get done? Yeah. And that's, you're right. That's another thing. It's like, how, how are we going to hold, unless like uh, Google classroom or like you said, class dojo, mm-hmm. something where we could, I don't mean hold them accountable in a, in a bad way, but just like, how are we going to make sure, you know, especially as phys ed teachers, uh, obviously it's pushed, pushed to the back, you know, the back burner a little bit, you know, compared yeah. to math and reading and, and things like that. So um, yeah, I think even at that, it's just like giving them a sense of normalcy. It's like, at least for the kids sake. Cause I know, a lot of the kids that we saw leave on Friday of the few that did show up, you're like, what's your situation at home? Yeah. What are you going home to for the next two, three, four weeks? I mean, Kansas, the entire state just canceled school for the rest of the year. Yeah. So it's like, what is, what are they going into? Like, is it an abusive environment, which a lot of times it could be, Yeah, could especially be. with the population and where I teach, like there's high incidences of that. So it does leave you kind of worrying for others and kind of wanting to create a sense of normalcy, but it's like you feel helpless to a certain extent, but you keep trying to send something out try to figure something out. Well, I I think you're right. I think that's the biggest thing. Just keep trying and keep trying to connect with kids as best we can. And, and, and like you said, I mean, some of these, the children don't, I mean, you know, they go to school, they get two meals right there. They get a breakfast and they get lunch. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I know they're, which is good. They're coming up with some more things. I, I heard you say that, that, you know, um, and I think my district is doing that too. And there's actually some uh, places, um, I don't say bakeries, what am I th- restaurants that are actually mm-hmm. pitching in and being like, hey, at this time on this day, you know, come and grab some food kind of thing. Um, I don't know how that's exactly working, but, you know, these are yeah, really they did that. things. Yeah, the... Uh... One of my favorite cheesesteak places, it's <laughs> down the block, uh, Phillips. I guess they're using like a code word. The code word, I guess, is Susie Q, which I think was one of the original owners. Right. So if you're of school age <laughs> and you go up and you say that around lunchtime, they'll give you a meal, which is kind of nice. <laughs> That's cool. Kind of like a guy with a long coat, a jacket, just kind of hand you a sandwich <laughs> if, you say, if you say the right words. Or yeah. The code word. <laughs> or secret knock or something, <laughs> but I'm glad they're doing that. I mean, all jokes aside, I'm glad that uh, communities are pitching in because some of these kids don't, you know, they're, they don't have meals, you know, three square meals a day uh, unless they're in school. And so, 
um, definitely a, a rough time for parents and for kids. So, um, mm-hmm. and you said the word normalcy, I mean, that's what we need, or, you know, the kids need that the kids need their, as much as kids, you know, my son's down there playing Fortnite right now. I mean, yeah, he, you know, but they, they, they need a sense of, you know, structure and, and normalcy mm-hmm. and, and as much as they love vacation, um, you know, we want to make sure they don't, they don't go backwards, not just grades, but also, you know, Correct. with everything, you're right. Um, I mean, that's, I imagine that'd be a lot of anxiety, fear, and just confusion for the average human, let alone a kid nowadays. It's like, this is what's going on. And on top of how the media is kind of portraying things and people are reacting and yeah, it's definitely something schedule oriented. And just a few of the posts that I've seen from various educators posting like a daily schedule to like give to parents, like here's something you can do to help keep your kid kind of focused and good to go and kind of not make yourself crazy and give them something to do every day where they know what's going on. And you don't have to be trying to figure out what to do on the fly every minute. Right. Cause I imagine that would be very stressful. I mean, I don't have kids, but the closest I have to that are my dogs. So they (laughs) whine when they want to go out and they whine when they're hungry and there you go. They'll bark when somebody walks across the house or like in front of the house. So that's about (laughs) it. Exactly. Um, so what are you doing during this time? I mean, are you working on any, what are you working on? What are you doing? Are you taking some time off? So the first day, definitely just Saturday, nothing. Um, but since then I've been predominantly reading. I did work at my other part-time job, which was interesting. We did a can release and to go food. So the brewery, we opened the garage door, sold cans and, actually about a hundred people showed up for beer, which was, <laughs> which was good. But at the same time, there were some of the people showing up I'm like, well, you're like 65, 75. What are you doing out here? Yeah, exactly. Right. It was interesting. <laughs> but I've been trying to read, catch up on grad school work, um, which are just like some random courses I took, but mostly reading. It's kind of something that I don't have time to do. And this past year I've been or since the new year began, I've been doing a better job of scheduling time just to read a book in like two, three days. Nice. So what are your plans for the final part of the year? If you have a final part of the year, do you have anything that you had planned that might or might not take place? Well, we're actually, by the time we come back, I have no idea if we're going to actually change quarters because we go by like uh, rotating quarters. So we have four quarters throughout the year and I'll see kids most kids at least once a year, but there's some groups I'll see twice. So the end of the year would pretty much just mimic third quarter. But the sad part with third quarter is they missed out on a large chunk of health classes because of the way everything's kind of fallen, if you will. Right. Um, so I'm at a loss. So probably sometime this Saturday, Sunday coming up, I'll probably start formulating a plan. Um, but I have this sneaking suspicion with the rate that like I mentioned earlier, Kansas canceled school. There's a lot of reports of like pushing it to mid April, like your school district in Florida. Right. That with the Pennsylvania department of ed sending out an alert that right now we don't have to make up school that everything's just going to kind of go on. Kids will move on. They might 
just cancel for the year, which I know that's going to mess me up mentally. Cause that's yeah. What pretty much March to April, May, June, that's three months of yeah. just teaching that's gone that you don't have to build relationships, kind of experiment at the end of the year end the year on a good note and then build for next year. So that's almost like, detrimental well it is detrimental yeah and i'm and i know so many of us are facing the same things it's just very interesting going into a new school trying to establish normalcy trying to establish like a program and trying to do stuff and then right just pull the rug right out from the from underneath you with this whole covid19 scare right yeah it's just been crazy so yeah, I mean, hopefully we can get back to a normal world again and uh, get our kids back and, you know, end the year on a high note. But uh, I don't know. I'm hoping because <laughs> you're right. I mean, it's going to be hard for everybody and it is hard. And it's hard just sitting here not knowing the, what's going on and, you know, get all this false information or maybe it's real. I Who knows? And uh, just seeing things go down all over the place. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, I guess that's what's going on in Florida. What's going on there is things change. I mean, last podcast I put out, things changed the next day. I'm like, Oh man, yep. <laughs> we, it's, you know, there's things that are getting thrown around that I've never thought I would have heard my entire life. Like, uh, what was it? They're going to start, they're looking at doing emergency income. Yeah. So possibly distributing like, uh, Andrew Yang's idea with, well, it's not his idea, but his policy of universal basic income just because, people aren't there's so many people that don't have salary jobs that aren't lucky like you and I and other people yeah. to have that benefit that are literally forced to stay home. They're not getting paid right now. Um, like a lot of people that I have or a lot of friends that I have in the restaurant industry exactly, yeah. and like breweries, they're not getting paid. Um, luckily the brewery I work for, um, they're actually trying to pay. So like whatever you're scheduled for, they're trying to pay everybody out for as long as they can. Oh, wow. And that's probably like a hundred to 120 employees now. Jeez. Yeah. Well, so it's like, great. I mean, if they could do that for you guys and geez, I mean, I don't, I don't have to worry. So it's yeah, like, yeah. but like everybody else is like, they're dependent on that. Um, that's like, you know, their main job or one of their major part-time jobs to kind of mm-hmm. put food on the table. So that's kind of scary. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can get back to normal fast as a, you know, and as a world, as a, you know, States as, you know, mm-hmm. community, everything. So, um, well, I'll, I'll give you the final word on the phys ed. What are you, what are you thinking for the phys ed world? The final word for the day, the final sentence, the final pep talk from Stephen Buller, what you got for them? Hmm. Keep motivating. I think right now you just need to motivate and spread some positive imagery and that positive mental attitude to other people. Because if you're not there for each other and trying to promote a better world, it could get ugly. So I think just keeping that positivity and spreading it is what everybody needs right now. Love it. Cause yeah, now, now's the time to stay together, not, not break apart mm-hmm. for minor garbage, I guess. Yeah. So- 
Well, I appreciate it, Mr. Bowler. Thank you for being on the, my little podcast that could uh, today. And um, we will talk sometime soon. We're going to get together and do some more podcasts. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mr. Carney. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Have a great night. Take care. All right. Take it easy. All right, everybody. What'd you think? So I know we're living in these weird, scary, crazy times, and I appreciate Stephen for um, just his input and um, tell, tell us about things that are going on around his side of the uh, the country. So again, I want to thank him for joining me tonight, and I want to thank all of you, PE Nation, for being there, sharing information, being on online, giving to each other, helping each other. That is what we're here for. That is why you are the best. That is why PE Nation is the greatest thing ever. And I just want you to keep it up. I'm encouraging you to keep it up. And please reach out to me if you want to be a guest on the show, because I think you have a lot of time on your hands. I do, um, in a good, positive way. Let's get some good messages out there of hope and teaching and learning and giving back to the students and, and the community. So, here it is, PE Nation. Here is a beat for you. You guys and girls are awesome. Take care.